This Assignment. Starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Sent for me, Commissioner? Yes, sit down, Steve. I suppose you heard about Bill Thorne. Yeah. They pulled his body out of a river in eastern Panama. That's right. Bill was one of our best agents and one of your best friends, Steve. I figured you'd want to take over his assignment. I do. You've got it as of right now. And I'll give you the background quickly. Ruth, uh, how about Steve's credentials? I've got them already, Commissioner. Steve can pick them up at my desk. Good. Here's the setup, Steve. Shortly before the Japanese surrender, an entire boatload of Japanese weapons disappeared. We have reason to think they're hidden somewhere in Panama. Now, whoever has them is willing to sell to the highest bidder. How many weapons are involved? Enough to equip three divisions. Hmm. Well, Bill Thorne must have been getting warm. Yes, that's obviously why he got killed. Steve, we can't afford to have a hidden cache of weapons that close to the canal. Who do I work with down there? A Lieutenant Peters of the National Police in Panama City. Any other contacts who might help me? One. His name is Emil Fager. Mm. He owns a large plantation down there. Quite an influential man. Can we trust him? In this business, who knows? But he has done several favors for us in the past. When did my plane leave? Half an hour. Now, Steve, I don't need to tell you about the danger involved. They've already killed Bill Thorne. They'll be gunning for you, too. As usual, you'll pose as a foreign correspondent. Actually, your job is to find those weapons. Yeah, and find out who killed Bill Thorne. Yeah. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment, Steve. Good luck. Steve Mitchell is en route to Panama City by plane. Meanwhile, on a plantation in eastern Panama, near the forbidding and sinister Darien country... Two men sit hunched over a powerful radio receiver. Steve Mitchell departed United States for Panama City. Believe he is taking over job of his late friend. <laughs> that does not surprise me, Carrero. I did not think they would let the matter of the weapons drop. We will try to give Mitchell the same reception here in Panama that we gave his friend Bill Thorne. Yes. You know what to do, Carrero. At the first opportunity... Lieutenant Perez, I'm Steve Mitchell from the United States. Here are my credentials. Mm-hmm. Mm, see, si, Senor Mitchell, they appear to be in order. You've just arrived? Yeah, my plane landed about a half an hour ago. Please, sit down, Senor. Thanks. Say, uh, is it always this hot in Panama? Oh, no, Senor. It gets much hotter than this. Mm, great. <laughs> I uh, presume you wish information about Senor Bill Thorne? That's right. Well, I'm afraid there is very little I can tell you, senor. Thorne's body was recovered from a river in the Darien country in eastern Panama. Was he already dead when he was pulled out of the river? No, not quite, but he lasted only a few seconds more. Look, uh, was he able to say anything at all about what had happened? No, senor. He only mumbled something about San Miguel. Then he died. San Miguel? What did he mean? Well, I, I do not know, senor. It is very mystifying. However... There is an Indian village called San Miguel inland, in the Darien region. Here, it is at this point on the map. Mm-hmm. Well, how would I go about getting to San Miguel? Oh, senor, that is very bad country. What do you mean? Well, the Darien country to the east, it is very wild. One can travel only by train or boat. 
And the Indians are very savage. Many people who enter that country are never seen again. It wasn't an Indian who killed Bill Thorne. But you still haven't told me how to get to San Miguel. Then you are determined to go? Of course. In that case, I will accompany you. Ah, let me see. I think we should notify Senor Fager of our intentions. Fager? See, si. We will journey up this river and... Here we will pass through land which is owned by him. Oh. It is customary to notify him when someone undertakes such a trip. Uh, would that be Emil Fager? See, si, Emil Fager. Why, do you know him, senor? I know of him. Matter of fact, I was told I might contact him for help. Oh, he has always been very cooperative about such things. Yes, we will go see him. He happens to be here in Panama City at present. He is staying at the International Hotel. Where's that? On the Cinco de Mayo Plaza in the center of town. We can walk there. In this heat? Oh, but, senor... Yeah, yeah, I know. It gets much hotter than this. Ah, <laughs> I thought we would find senor Pega here in the lobby. Uh, that is he, the fat gentleman sitting in that chair by the window. Oh, uh, <laughs> he believes in service. I wish I had a guy to fan me. See, that is Senor Fager. Good afternoon, Senor. Ah, Lieutenant Perez. But I fail to see anything good about the afternoon, sir. With this infernal heat. Well, you should be accustomed to it by now, Senor. Oh, I seem to feel it more when I come into town, Senor. On my plantation, it doesn't bother me. But here, I must take Pepito and his fan wherever I go. Pepito, turn around. Fan the gentleman. Uh, Senor... I would like to introduce Senor Steve Mitchell, a correspondent from the United States. Delighted to make your acquaintance, sir. Mr. Fager. Well, what can I do for you, gentlemen? Senor Mitchell desires to see some of the Darien country. I have offered to take him up the river with me. The Darien country? If you're an adventurous man, Mr. Mitchell. That region is not generally considered to be suitable for an outing. <laughs> so I'm told. I uh, understand you have a plantation somewhere up there. Oh, see, on this edge of the region, it's fairly civilized there, but beyond lies territory that not even I have ever set foot in. Pepito, you are lagging faster, faster. You know, this is the closest thing to a breeze I've felt since I left home. As we will be passing through your lands part of the way, I thought I should ask your permission, Senor Vega. Good answer, of course. Glad to have you, gentlemen. At least that portion of your journey will be safe. Would you like me to send one of my men with you? I don't think that'll be necessary, Mr. Fager. Thanks just the same. Oh, at, at least let me put one of my boats at your disposal. Well, you are most kind, senor. Not at all, Lieutenant. As you know, I am always willing to cooperate with the authorities in anything at all. Anything at all. <laughs> Getting any cooler, Perez. No, senor. As you see, the streets are nearly deserted this time of day. Everyone seeks refuge from the heat. Yeah. I noticed that this street wasn't exactly crowded. Hey, here's a doorway. Let's get out of the sun a minute, huh? Of course, senor. <laughs> what do you know? What is it, senor? Wouldn't you know it? Ten degrees hotter than a Turkish bath, and some joker builds a chimney on his house. Chimney? But, senor, there are no chimneys in Panama City. No. Look out in the middle of the street. See the shadow of that building across the way? Hmm. Well, that is no chimney, senor. Chimneys do not move. Hey, that's a man up there on the roof. He's got a knife. Get down, get down. It hit the door right over your head. Yeah. 
Two inches lower and I'd have gotten a haircut the hard way. Did you get a look at him? Just a glimpse of his face. Ah, the roofs are close together in this part of the city. He could be a block away by now. Yeah. <laughs> well, senor, it would appear someone objects to your presence in Panama City. That <laughs> doesn't surprise me much. Well, come on, Perez. Let's get outfitted and start that trip up the river to San Miguel. You know, this is not exactly like boating on the Potomac, Perez. Look at that jungle. I sure hate to get lost in there. Oh, it is an easy thing to do, Senor Mitchell. The only trails in there are made by the Indians, and they are well concealed. You uh, say the Indians in this area are hostile? Most of them. There isn't any intrusion on what they consider their country. And, of course, the Indians are not the only danger in there. No? There are always the snakes. Snakes? Oh, yes, senor. This jungle is full of them. Many varieties, but most of them are quite deadly. Oh, fine. Yeah. Well, we should be getting close to San Miguel. We have but a few more hours of daylight, and because of the rocks, it is very dangerous to navigate the river at night. Well, I'm not hankering to be out in this stuff at night. These mosquitoes don't help things either. Mitchell, somebody's shooting at us from the jungle. Get down on the boat. You see where it came from? See where it came from? I can't even see where we're going. We must keep control of the boat. Yeah. As soon as he shoots again, I'll take a quick look over the side and see where we're going. Hey, that went right through the boat. Look, Perez, it doesn't matter where we're going. This boat's a death trap. I think we'd better slip over into the water on the other side of the boat here. We'll be a little more sheltered that way. See, si, senor. Look out. Huh? The rock ahead of us. Yeah. Get clear. Get clear. Yeah. Oh, the boat is done for. Into the water. Okay. Yeah. Perez. Perez, where are you? Right here, sir. You okay? See. Try to swim underwater. Head to the other bank. Perez. Where'd the slug hit you? In the shoulder. Let me get my arm under you. Mitchell, don't try to save me. You are making a target of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. Got my arm under you now. But, Mitchell. Shut up and relax. I'm going to try to get us over behind this rock. Senor, I, I am getting weaker. Hold on, Fred. Just a little longer. There. We made it. Good. This rock will shelter us from Trigger Boy for the time being. How are you doing, Perez? Oh, I, I'm afraid I have lost quite a little blood, senor. Well, wad up your shirt and hold it over the wound. See? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Hey, I can touch the bottom here. Look. Just lay over on my shoulder and I'll carry you out of the water. All right. Here we go. We're going to be exposed for a second or two, but we can't help it. think he can spot us in this underbrush. How far do you think we are from this village of San Miguel? Oh, it can only be a mile or two. Good. Okay. Come on, get up on my back now. Oh, no, senor. Please do not try to carry me. Leave me here and send help for me. Oh, fine. I'm sure the snakes around here would love to see you. But you cannot carry me all that way. Well, I'll bet playing piggyback with a sniper after us isn't my idea of fun. 
But at least we've got the river between us. Come on now. Here, up you go. Yeah. Can you see the village yet, Perez? See, it is in that clearing just ahead. Good. This is sure the longest mile I've ever walked in my life. Yeah, I see it now. Hey, hmm? all the huts are up on stilts. Uh-oh. Looks like we've got a reception committee coming towards us. The man in front, I think he is their chief. We had better stop here at the edge of the clearing. Okay. I'll put you down here. Yeah. There. Can you stand all right? Yes. Senor Mitchell. Yeah? For bringing me to safety, I... Gracias, senor. Here they come. What you want, senores? Some help for my friend here. And some information. You come as friends? Yes. Believe me, chief, we're in no position to do harm to anyone right now. Right. See. Have that one's wound cared for. See. Si. Can you walk, senor? See. Si. Come with me. I'll check with you in a couple of minutes, Fred. See, si, senor. Thank you, chief. What do you want to ask me, senor? Chief, a friend of mine was killed near here a few days ago. His name was Thorne, Bill Thorne. Uh, I remember him. Well, he came to see you? Si, senor. Why? He wanted to ask me about mystery of San Miguel. Mystery of San Miguel? Well, I guess he got killed trying to find out what that mystery was. I've uh, taken over for him. Now, what can you tell me about it? Two... Three years ago, mm. 20 of my best men walk into jungle, mm. disappear, never see again. They disappeared without a trace? Si, senor. Well, why did they go into the jungle? White men offer them job working for him in mining jungle. A mine? You know who the white man was? No, senor. Is the mine around here anywhere? Si. He's down river not far from here. What mine is deserted. Look. Would you furnish me a guide who could take me to that mine? See, si. I will send Blas. He is best man I have. Thanks, Chief. I'd like to start right now. I'd hate to be trying this alone, Blas. You can't even see these trails from ten feet away. See, si, senor. We keep them well concealed. We do not wish enemies to use them. You uh, have any idea what kind of work these men from your village were doing at this mine we're heading for? No, senor. Once I saw some of them going down river on a large boat. Could you see what was on the boat? Big boxes. Big boxes, huh? Yeah, that could have been the weapons. Aye, here we are, senor. What? Here's the mine. The... Where? I don't see anything. Right over there, senor. Hmm. Is that it? See. No wonder I couldn't see it. It's all blown over with underbrush. <laughs> sure hasn't been operating for a long time. There, I'll take a look. Hey, the shaft's completely caved in. No chance of finding out what's down there now, I guess. Senor, 
Huh? The birds. What? We are being followed. What? Are you sure about that? I am sure. What was that? Stop it. Listen. Uh, now I see him. Who? Look, over against that tree. Holy smoke, what's that? Iguana, senor. Igu- oh. What? Iguana. A giant lizard. You call that thing a lizard? It's five feet long. Si, si. Look at him go. Si, senor. <laughs> Brother, remind me never to spend a vacation here. Well, wait, wait. Hmm? Birds do not stop singing for Iguana. Listen. Yeah. I hear it. Someone coming through the brush. Senor, you'll get over behind that tree. I will lie beside the trail here with my machete. Okay. Can you see anything? See. Si. He's a man. He's carrying a rifle. Probably the same sniper. Why? Here it comes. No! See? short work of him, Black. Yeah, he would have made short work of us. Sir. Yeah. Hey, I recognize his face. That's the guy who checked the knife at me in Panama City yesterday afternoon. You know this man? No, no. But here, maybe there's something here in his pockets that'll give us a lead on who he is. Huh? Huh, just this picture. A picture of himself? Yeah. That girl he's with isn't bad either. Well, come on, Blast. Let's get back to the village. Look, uh, I'm going to ask the chief if I can keep you with me to help me take Perez back to Panama City. I've got to get back there and make out my report. Steve's report's coming in from Panama City, Commissioner. Good. Let's have it, Ruth. There you are. Great job you sent me on, Commissioner. Today, to have had a knife thrown at me, been shot at, and nearly drowned. Good luck. You know, that guy can get into trouble easier than anyone I know. Even the lizards are chasing me. He's just irresistible, I guess. Pear is wounded, but not seriously. Hmm. Located mine, which looked like promising hiding place for weapons, until I found it had been deserted for years. Here's the rest of it. I'm back in Panama City with Perez now. On our way over to the International Hotel to notify Emil Fager about the loss of his boat. We'll keep you informed. We are very sorry about the loss of your boat, Senor Fega. Nonsense. It was unavoidable, Lieutenant. And I have other boats. You were both very fortunate to escape with your lives, gentlemen. You can say that again, Mr. Fega. But at least that river was cool. Where did you say this incident occurred, uh, Senor Perez? Oh, about 20 miles past your plantation, Senor. Mm. Yes. That's bad country up there. Makes a perfect hiding place for outlaws and cutthroats. Any idea why that sniper should be shooting at the two of you, sir? Uh, no. No, none. Must have been a nasty wound you got, Senor Perez. See, my shoulder's still pain, but it is much better now. Ah, uh, come on, Perez. We'd better be going. Thanks. I'll see you later, Fager. Uh, and thanks again for the use of the boat. Oh, you're quite welcome, sir. It is just unfortunate your adventure had such a disastrous ending. But do not hesitate to call on me again if you need anything. Thank you. I, uh... 
Looked up the registration papers on the deserted mine as you requested, Senor Mitchell. Hmm. What'd you find out? Well, it was owned by Manuel Carrero, and the foreman was Eduardo Avila. Hmm. Either of those names mean anything to you? No, not that of Manuel uh, Carrero, but I do know Avila. He has been arrested several times this last year on charges of drunkenness. He frequents the bars on the Avenida Central. Good. Let's go over there and see if we can run him down. There is Avila, Senor Mitchell. Over at the corner table with the woman. Ah, well, our luck's good, Perez, finding him in the third bar we tried. Hey, Hmm? who's that girl he's with? I do not know, senor. She's just a blue moon queen. A, a what? Blue moon queen. That is what we call them here. Girls who frequent these bars and get men to buy drinks for them. Why do you ask, senor? Because she happens to be in the picture I took out of the dead sniper's pocket. What? Are you sure of that? Take a look at it. Here. See, si, you are right. Come on. Eduardo Avila. What do you want? As you know, I am Lieutenant Perez of the police. What has Eduardo done? I will ask the question, senorita. I've done nothing. Were you not once the foreman of a mine up the river near the edge of the Darien country? That mine has not been operated for years. What kind of a mine was it? Why don't you leave me alone? All the time, the police, they arrest me, lock me up. Why don't you leave me alone? All I want is to be left alone. Avila, come back here. Let him go for now, Perez. I want to talk to the little lady here. What you want with me? Take a look at this picture. Who's that man with you? I do not know. Come on, quit stalling. I tell you, I do not know. Senorita, allow me to point out, if you do not tell us, I will have to arrest you. I believe you are acquainted with our jail. I'm certain you would not like to return. Now, who is the man in that picture with you? Correro. What? Let's have that again. Manuel Correro. Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, thanks, senorita. Come on, Perez. Senor Mitchell, Manuel Carrero was the man who was listed as the owner of that mine. Yeah. The same guy who threw a knife at me and was shooting at us in the river. I wish he'd lived long enough to fill in a few details. After you, senor. Thanks. What do you think of this foreman we just talked to, Avila? He impresses me as a man who knows something he is drinking to forget. Yeah. I wonder if he's trying to forget those 20 natives who disappeared from San Miguel. You know, all of this seems to tie into that mine. Have you still got those registration papers on it? See, in my office. Good. I want to take a look at them. Here are the papers on the mine, senor. As you see, Carrero is listed as the owner. Avila is foreman. But now that Carrero is dead, I'm afraid... Wait a minute. Hmm? What's this? Oh, uh, that is a map of the area surrounding the mine. And a diagram of the mine. It is required by law. Hey. What is it, Senator? Take a look at this diagram. See? Here's the mine shaft indicated here. Hmm? The one you discovered to be caved in. Yeah. But look over here. Right around the bend of the river... Oh, another entrance to the mine. Yeah, a side door. Look, uh, can you get me another boat? Why, of course, but... Uh, that Indian guide, Blas, is still here in Panama City, too. Senor Mitchell, you think the weapons are stored in that mine after all? I don't know. That's what I'm going back up the river to find out. 
are very near to the shore, sir. Yeah, Blas. I'm keeping the boat in as close as I can. I don't want to miss that mine entrance. They should be getting warm, according to this map. Look, there's a bend in the river just ahead. Yes. Senor, I see the entrance. Right, right over there. Mm-hmm. In the side of the river bank. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brother, you'd never spot that in a million years unless you knew right where it is. It's all covered with underbrush. Yeah. Okay. Tie up to that branch. We'll take a look. See? See? There. Okay, come on. Well, here we are. It's very dark in town. Yeah. I got a flashlight. I'll go first. It's a cinch this part of the mine hasn't been abandoned for years. Look at the footprints in the dirt. Wait a minute. Tunnel takes a turn to the left here. See, it is widening out a little, see. Yeah, I think... Hold it. Holy smoke. Look at that. Rifles, machine guns, grenades. The works. <laughs> well, I've got to hand it to Carrero. He picked a good hiding place. Let's have a look. Senor, look. Huh? Look in the ground there. Bones, they're all around us. Yeah. Skeletons. A lot of them. Yeah, I guess that solves the mystery of San Miguel, Blas. Twenty men from your village walked into the jungle and disappeared. Twenty men who were hired to bring the weapons here and then were killed to shut their mouths. One of those skeletons, senor. Once was my brother. I didn't know that, Blas. I'm sorry. Senor. Hmm? Somebody is in his mind with us. I'll dust the light. Your light is not necessary. I will furnish the illumination. No, no. Stand quite still, both of you. Well, Emil Fager, complete with gun. At your service, Mitchell. Or should I say you are at mine? So you're the big boy in the deal, huh? I knew it was only a question of time until you discovered this entrance to the mine, Mitchell. So I thought it expedient to await you here and give you the deception you so richly deserve. Manuel Carrera was just fronting for you with the mine, huh? He was an employee of mine. And a very inefficient one, as it turns out. Ah, stay close together. I want to keep you both in the beam of my flashlight. This man, senor. Yes, Blas? He is the one who killed the men of my village and my brother? That's right. He's the one, Blas. Wait, you. Stay where you are. Stand back, I see. Watch out, Blas. He'll shoot. What happens to me does not matter. Get back. Drop that machete. I avenge my dead brother. What? Throw your machete. Throw it. Yeah. Knock the gun out of his hand. I've got it. Oh, let go of me, Mitchell. You sure? Let go of your right. Now. You okay, Blas? See. See, this wound is nothing. Just my leg. Well, this is the second time you've saved my life, Blas. I hope it's the last time. Believe me, I don't want to make a habit of it. Senor, this man, Fager, it would give me great pleasure to kill him. Yes, I know how you feel. But at least he's going to be out of circulation from now on. He's out of the weapon-selling business for good. Well, I guess this puts a new twist on an old saying. What is that, senor? He who lives by the sword shall perish by the machete. <laughs> oh, come on, Blast. Let's get out of here.
You have just heard the first in an exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Dunleavy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Reif, with music by Bruce Ashley and directed by Bill Karn. Be with us next week at this time when Brian Dunleavy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. This is Bob Hope. Be sure to hear him tomorrow on NBC. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. under the nearest Terry Mutual window. Have a seat, Steve. Okay. You know, of course, I was going to get even on that next race. I'm afraid this can't wait until the next race, Steve. I'll have your credentials and plane ticket at my desk when you're ready for them. All right, thanks, Ruth. Sending me off into the wild blue yonder again, Commissioner? You're flying to Tangier. Tangier? Look, I don't even have a veil. You won't need one. Ever hear of a man named Captain Rock? Yeah, sort of a soldier of fortune, isn't he? Yes, a man who'd do anything for anybody, if the price was right. Here's a picture of him. Take a look. Mm. Hey, he looks like me. Quite a little, Steve. We think you could pass for Captain Rock almost anywhere. Hey, wait a minute. What do you mean, pass for him? It's a very dangerous game, Steve, but I'm asking you to play it for us. Mm. Putting it bluntly, you're going to pose as Captain Rock in Tangier. You'll be a decoy. Oh, great. Look, uh, maybe Captain Rock won't like the idea. He's in no position to object, Steve. Last night in Tangier, Captain Rock was stabbed to death. Hmm? Hmm. Well... How do I go about impersonating a dead man? His death has been kept a secret. He was found right after he was stabbed and was taken to the hospital in Tangier under heavy police guard. He died in the hospital. We want his killers to think they missed. Oh, so they'll come after me, huh? Hey, this sounds like a just fine job. Yes, well, we've got to find out who killed him and why. Look, you better fill me in on the background. Why is Rock so important to us? Uh, there's not time to go into that now, Steve. Your plane leaves in half an hour. But Inspector Laborde... In Tangier, we'll give you the entire background. Go directly to his office when you arrive. Inspector Laborde in Tangier. Okay. Steve, this is a vital job you're going to do, and a very dangerous one. You'll be up against clever, ruthless opposition. But we've got to find out who killed Captain Rock. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment. Good luck. National Broadcasting Company is proud to present Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. At all those places in the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you'll find Steve Mitchell on another Dangerous Assignment. Steve Mitchell is en route to Tangier in North Africa by plane. Meanwhile, in a spacious villa on the outskirts of Tangier, a man waits, slowly sipping a glass of sherry. The door opens, and a slender native enters the room. Good evening, Joshua Effendi. Ali, and last. Certainly took you long enough to get back here to make your report to me. I thought it best to remain in hiding for a day, Effendi. 
Perhaps you were right. But come, tell me exactly what happened. Yes, Effendi. I met Captain Rock at the shop of a thousand bells the night before last, as you instructed me to. I told him that I was to conduct him to the man who had arranged his escape from the Istanbul prison. Was he suspicious at all? He did not seem to be. But he said he did not understand why his escape from prison had been arranged. I told him he would find that out later. Good. Good. We drove to a deserted road outside the city. And then I stabbed him. Captain Rock is dead, Joshua Effendi. (laughs) You've done well, Ali. And you'll be paid accordingly. I'm going to the airport to purchase a ticket to Cairo. My job here is finished. I would like a ticket to Cairo on the first available plane. Very well, sir. Taxi. Hey, taxi. Uh, here is your ticket, sir. Wait, that man. Taxi. Right here, Effendi. Welcome to Tangier, Effendi. May I show you the sights of the city? No, just take me to the police station. Oh, right away, Effendi. That was Captain Rock. But Rock is dead. I, I, I beg your pardon, Never sir? mind the ticket to Cairo. I still have some unfinished business here in Tangier. No, it cannot be true, Joshua Effendi. Captain Rock is dead. You stupid fool, Ollie. I saw him at the airport just now. You bungled the job the night before last after all. No, no, it could not be. I stabbed him to death in the car. I, Ali, I do not miss. Did you wait until you were sure he was dead before you left? I... Well, you see, Joshua Effendi... Out I... with it, Ali! Uh, well, a police patrol came down the road right afterward... It was necessary for me to depart quickly. That's what I thought. You did bungle the job, stupid. One more chance, Effendi. Just give me one more chance, and this time I will make sure... No! It is too late for that, Ali. You had an opportunity, and you failed me. No. No, Effendi, please. I... No! 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 One chance is all I ever give anyone, Ali. From now on, I will handle this job myself. Your credentials are in order, Monsieur Mitchell. Please have a seat. Thank you, Inspector Laborde. Your commissioner notified me to expect you. You did well to come here to my office as soon as you arrived in Tangier. We do not want you to be seen in the city until you understand the situation thoroughly. Well, right now I don't understand much of anything. I think you'd better start at the beginning. Of course. Look at this map. Hmm? A year ago, these two European countries were on the verge of signing a treaty. Your country was backing them completely and was very anxious for that treaty to go through. It meant peace and security for this entire area of Europe. I see. What happened to it? On a certain day, a representative from each country was to meet and sign the treaty on the border. But that meeting never took place. Why not? One of the representatives was assassinated on the way to the meeting point. The mutual suspicion which resulted from the incident was enough to scrap the treaty. Hmm. But what's all this got to do with Captain Rock? Ah, I wish to show you a portion of a newsreel on this film projector. Will you turn off the light, please? Okay. Merci. I will start the projector now. 
This was taken near the border of the two countries involved on the day the treaty was to be signed. What do you see there, Monsieur Mitchell? Just a black sedan. Man in the back seat, driver in front. The man in the back seat was the diplomat who was assassinated shortly afterward. Hmm. Now, look more closely at the driver. What? Hey, it's Captain Rock. Captain Rock. You may turn the lights back on now. Ah, merci. You think Captain Rock killed that diplomat? No, but we think he was in on the plan in some way. At a certain point in the trip, instead of turning to the left, as he was supposed to do, he suddenly turned to the right, into a blind alley. That is where the shooting took place. I see. Well, then, if Rock was in on the plan, that means he knew who killed that diplomat. That is precisely the point, Mitchell. We believe that interest hostile to that treaty deliberately assassinated that diplomat to block the treaty. Your commissioner also believes that if they can be exposed for what they are and linked to the killing, then the treaty has a chance of going through after all. Yeah. Well, what happened to Captain Rock after the shooting? Interpol in Paris has supplied us with that information. I have it right here. Rock Hmm. uh, went into hiding. He was arrested on a minor charge in Istanbul two months ago and imprisoned there. He probably figured that that Istanbul jail was a good hiding place. Oh, undoubtedly. But last week there was a very skillfully arranged jailbreak. Captain Rock escaped. We want to find out who arranged that escape because it is our belief that the one responsible for it is the killer who realized that he was not safe as long as Rock was alive. So that's why I'm supposed to impersonate Rock? Exactly. I Hmm. think we will be able to make the killer believe that he missed the first time. So he'll come after me. (laughs) You know, this sounds like a nice friendly little pastime where a guy could wind up dead. There is no point in minimizing the danger, but this assignment is a vital one. Look, uh, did you get anything out of Rock before he died? No. But a few hours before his death, he was seen at Hassim's. Hassim's? What's that? It's a cafe here in Tangier. It may mean nothing, on the other hand... Well, I guess that'll be my first stop, huh? Oui. Monsieur Mitchell? One thing I must make very clear to you. Yeah? When you walk out of this office, you will be Captain Rock. You cannot return here until this job is finished, one way or the other. Why not? The interests that we think are behind this have eyes and ears everywhere. We must do our best to convince them. Therefore, I am the only one in Tangier who knows who you really are. Even now, your picture has been distributed to the force as that of Captain Rock. To the rest of the police, you will be Captain Rock. To be pursued and captured, if possible. Oh, fine. I don't have enough to do trying to find out who's behind all this. I have to play hide-and-seek with the police, too. I regret it is unavoidable. Well, look... Suppose I get in a spot. Isn't there anyone who can help me? I have considered that possibility. I will have one of my detectives who will make himself known to you at Hasim's cafe. How will I know him? He will approach you and he will say, Hasim stocks fine wines here. You will ask him if he is an employee of the place. And he will reply, no, not an employee, a connoisseur. Fine wines, connoisseur. Okay, I've got it. Keep undercover for the rest of the day and be at Hasim's at seven tonight. Okay. Monsieur Mitchell... I do not need to warn you to be careful. Because if you are not, I am afraid it will cost you your life. Well, 
Welcome to my humble cafe, Effendi. Would you like Hasim to show you to a table? Oh, this one right here will do. Looks like I'm in time for the floor show. <laughs> yes, Effendi. I... Captain Rock. Huh? For a moment, I did not recognize you. But you are Captain Rock. Uh, yeah, but let's not spread it around, Hasim. But of course, Effendi. I forgot you were wanted by the police. But you risk capture to come here to see Adida. Yadida? Your sweetheart. See? She is dancing now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks even more beautiful than the last time I saw her. <laughs> she is the sweetheart of all Tangier. But she loves only you. I will go to signal her that you are here. She will be overjoyed. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe this deal won't be too bad after all. I beg your pardon. Huh? Is this your first visit to Hasim's cafe? Why, uh, no. I used to come here a lot. Why? Who are you? Allow me to congratulate you on your excellent taste in coming here. Hasim stocks fine wines. Oh? Are you an employee? Not an employee. A connoisseur. I see. Inspector Laborde sent me. Let us go someplace where we can talk. No, not now. I know what you look like now. That's all that's necessary. Just manage to be around if I need you. But I think we should go outside and discuss. No, look. Hasim's heading this way. Beat it. Very well. I will leave by the back door. Yeah. I signal to Yadida. I pointed you out. See? She has her eyes on you now. Yeah. Nice eyes, too. Uh, thanks, Hasim. See? She is coming straight here to your table. Yeah. Hasim, uh, don't you think sweethearts should be let alone? <laughs> but of course, Effendi. I understand. <laughs> darling. Hello, Yadida. Oh, darling, you must be careful. Joshua's here. Huh? I saw him. I... Wait. What's the matter? You... You are not... Oh, I beg your pardon, Effendi. I have made a mistake. Hey, wait a minute. Yadida, come back here. Yeah. Yeah, looks like I didn't fool her any. Asim. Asim. Yes, Effendi. Where's Yadida's dressing room? Oh. You have quarreled already. Such a pity, such a pity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want to make up. Where is her dressing room? Where it has always been, Captain Rock. Through that curtain. The room at the end of the hall. Thanks. You will make it up, then all will be well again. Room at the end of the hall. Yeah, there it is. She was trying to warn me about something. Yadida. Yadida. Hey. Yadida, what happened? A knife. Who did it? Joshua. Who's he? Joshua. Look, Yadida, so you know I'm not Captain Rock, but I'm trying to find out who killed him and what's behind it all. Can you tell me anything that'll help? Shop of a thousand bells. Shop of a thousand bells? Where's that? Street bazaar. <sighs> Yadida. Yadida. She's dead. What is it, Captain Rock? What has happened? Yadida. She's dead. What? Yadida dead? Yadida. A knife wound. You did this, Captain Rock. You killed Yadida. Now, Lord. You had a quarrel. You stabbed her. Police! 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 <laughs> In a moment, we'll return to the second act of Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy. But first, we'd like to call your attention to another fast-moving adventure mystery. 
Now on Sundays, hear Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, private detective. Every week, glib Dick Diamond fights his way to fame, fortune, and a red-headed girlfriend over most of these same NBC stations. And Dick Powell continues to delight listeners with a tune or two on almost every program. This delightful mixture of rough-and-tumble action and smooth, sweet lyrics weekly brings joy to listeners who dial the NBC way. Enjoy this novel, pulse-paced action drama every Sunday. Richard Diamond is another fast-moving NBC adventure mystery wrapped up and delivered every Sunday afternoon over most of these NBC stations. And now back to Act Two of Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Time, ten seconds later. The place, Hasim's Cafe in Tangier. Steve Mitchell, posing as the notorious Captain Rock, is still standing over the body of Yadida, the beautiful dancing girl, as Hasim, the proprietor, rushes down the hall to her dressing room. Hasim suspects Steve of killing Yadida. She loved you, and you killed her. Police! Shut up! As long as we're throwing accusations around, you got here in an awful hurry just now, Hasim. How come? I do not know what you are talking about. Police! Quiet. Police! Get your off my mouth. Let go of me. In that dressing room. It will do you no good. I will still call the police. I know. But this way I'll have five minutes to start. Now get in there. Police! Police! Commissioner, Steve's calling from Tangier. He's on the line now. Yeah, thanks, Ruth. Hello? Hi, Commissioner. I can only talk a minute. I'm calling from the second floor of a little hotel here in Tangier. Well, how's everything? Right now, it's hotter than a two-bit pipe. What do you mean? When you sent me over here, you didn't tell me I was supposed to play tag with the police, too. Well, we had to make things look convincing, Steve. Yeah. Well, right now, they look very convincing. Rock's girlfriend just got herself killed, and I'm the grade-A suspect. What? Yeah. She was trying to warn me about something before she died. She mentioned a place called the Shop of a Thousand Bells in a bazaar. I guess that's my next stop. You're working alone, Steve? But really alone. Inspector Laborde sent a man to me at Hasim's Cafe. But I had to leave in such a hurry I wasn't able to contact him again. Have you made any contact with the people who engineered Captain Rock's jailbreak? Not yet. Maybe I'll have better luck at the Shop of the Thousand Bells. Look, uh, I'd better hang up. I don't want to stay in one place any longer than I have to. This town is probably jumping with cops right now, and they're all looking for me. I'll try to call you again as soon as I have anything new to report. All right, Steve. Be careful. Yeah. So long, Commissioner. Clerk. Hey, clerk. Here I am, Effendi. Look, I'd like a little information. I, of course, Effendi. What's the matter? Nothing, Effendi, nothing. You seem pretty nervous all of a sudden. It is nothing, Effendi. Information do you wish? Is there a bazaar around here anywhere? A, a bazaar? I I do. Hey, you really got the jumps, haven't you? A bazaar? Oh yes, Effendi. It is not far. Wait a minute. What was that? I, I do not know. I, I a car pulled up outside a police car. So that's why you were nervous. Police, quick in here! Here he is. Looks like I've got no friends at all. This way. Must be a back door over there. Quick! There he
that Sears robot to shame. That shop of a thousand bells ought to be around here someplace. Yeah, there it is. Good evening, Effendi. Welcome to the shop of a thousand bells. Are you the proprietor here? Yes, Effendi. I am Turhan, at your service. You would perhaps like to buy one of these beautiful bells? No, but I'd like a little information. I do not sell information, Effendi. I sell bells. The finest in all Tangier. See, here is one you may like. But... Does it not have a fine tone? Like pure silver. Yeah, yeah. But now, indeed, look, uh... it should have such a tone, for it is pure silver. With just the slightest amount of alloy to give it body. You like this bell? That's not what I came for. Oh, I, then I, I, perhaps uh... this other one. Here. Yes, perhaps this one is more to your liking. Look, I don't want to buy a bell. Oh, but Effendi, uh, I have... Effendi, you would like a guide? No. No. I am Mustafa Effendi. The best guide in all Tangier. I no. can show you all the more secret places. No. A beautiful dancing girl. Look, I don't want to buy a bell, and I don't want a guide. But I charge oh. very little for my services, if any. Hey, beat it, will you? Now, look, Turhan, I don't have much time. I told you I wanted some information from you. But I only have information about my bells, Effendi. Look, I'm going to try just once more. I was told to come here. Now, if you don't open up and start talking, ah, I'll... Ah, Effendi... If you want information, why do not you ask me? I, Mustafa, have all the information. What's that? Of course. I have information on all the points of interest here in Tangier. I can show you. Oh, great. Look, will you beat it? Uh, it is a sad thing, Tohan. Nobody wants a guide tonight. Everyone is too interested in the murder of Yadida to go sightseeing. Yes, I know. No one will buy my bells either. What's that about Yadida? You have not heard of Fendi. Hmm. Yadida was a beautiful dancing girl, a sweetheart of all Tangier. But tonight, she was murdered by a man called Captain Rock. Oh? The police are scouring the city for him right now. But if the citizens find him first, <laughs> there will be not much left for the police. I guess not. Hey. See, the police are down at the other end of the bazaar. They are searching everywhere. Look, uh, you still want a job, Mustafa? Oh, but of course, Effendi. You have changed your mind. Yeah, yeah, I've changed my mind. You say you can show me some of the secret places of Tangier? If you like. I like. The more secret, the better. One moment, Effendi. You have changed your mind about the going. Perhaps you will change your mind about the bell. Huh? I'll even buy a bell. Oh, thank you, Effendi. Come on, Mustafa. Let's go. You sure know all the back alleys around town, Mustafa. <laughs> it is my business to know them, Effendi. What would you like to see first? Well, you name it. As long as it's one of those secret places we were talking about. I have a place in mind that I think will appeal strongly to you. Here, in this door, Effendi. I will lead the way. Sure dark in here. There's a flight of stairs at your right, Effendi. Huh? We will descend. Okay. But it's your turn to carry this bill. Somebody's liable to confuse me for a cow in the dark. Of course. 
here. Put your hand on my shoulder. So, now you will not stumble. Hmm. When you say secret, you really mean it, don't you? Uh, certain activities are frowned on by the police. It is necessary to take precautions. Uh, here we are at the bottom. Where to now? See the narrow crack of light under that door at the end of this hall? Mm-hmm. Come. Hey, uh, what kind of a place is this, Mustafa? One beyond the wildest imagination, Effendi. You will see. Here we are. After you, Effendi. Hey, that sudden light blinds me. Your eyes will adjust themselves. Why? Well, that's just a bare room. Here he is. Joshua Fendi, I have brought him to you. Huh? Good work, Mustafa. Well, if he isn't the wine connoisseur from Hasim's, why am I glad to see you? I've been... Hey, why the gun? Wait a minute. Mustafa here called you Joshua just now. Quite right. Yadida told me that Joshua was the guy who stabbed her. Right again. Mustafa, your job is finished. You'll be well paid for it. You may go. And take that silly bell with you. <laughs> yeah, well, looks like I've made a little mistake. I figured you were the guy Inspector Laborde sent to help me at Hassim's. It did not prove difficult to intercept Laborde's man and learn the password from him. Yeah, I get it. A little late, I guess. Quite a bit too late. Yadida tried to warn me about you. That's why you killed her. Yes. I do not know who you are, except that you are not Captain Rock. Oh? If you were Captain Rock, you would have recognized me instantly at Hossim's Cafe. Oh. Captain Rock knew you, huh? Maybe the two of you had done business before. You know, that adds up to an interesting thought. Does it? Sure. The thought that maybe it was you who killed that diplomat Rock was driving the car for. Two of you had that scheme all worked out between you, didn't you? I'm afraid your brilliant deductions can come a little late in the game. You've been looking for Rock ever since so you could kill him and shut his mouth for keeps. That's why you arranged that jailbreak for him in Istanbul. He was difficult to find, but as you see, we could not be safe as long as he was alive. Where is he now? Rock? <laughs> you should have let well enough alone, Joshua. Rock is dead. You got him the first crack out of the box. Indeed. It would seem I was a little harsh with Ali then. Ali? An employee of mine who was assigned to kill Rock. I was forced to shoot him because I thought he had bungled. Yeah, I guess you could easily call that being a little harsh with him. However, I do not believe in regrets. I know now the job's been done. And with you out of the way, things will be complete. Uh-uh. You are not leaving. And to make sure you do not, I will place myself between you and the door. So, getting rid of me is the next step, huh? The very next step. Joshua, the police! You fool, Mustafa, that door knocked a gun out of my hand. Thanks, Mustafa. Mustafa, grab the gun. Let, let go of me. With pleasure. Oh, oh. I, I have the gun. Oh, yeah? Oh, my hand. Oh, Wendy, please. It was not my fault. I did as I was told. You wanted to show me some secret places, Mustafa. Well, here's one I want to show you. Never send an O for whom the bell tolls, Mustafa. It tolls for thee. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. In here, Inspector. You all right, Mitchell? Yeah, I guess so. I spotted Joshua's agent, Mustafa, and he led me to you. I was hoping I could get to you before it was too late. Well, you gave me a big lift indirectly, Laborde. Mustafa came flying back to tell Joshua you were closing in and knocked the gun out of his hand when he opened the door. There's your man, Inspector. Joshua, there, on the floor. Oh, he... 
he is the one who engineered the political assassination with Captain Rock? That's right. Good. We will give it the widest publicity. When those two countries involved learn who killed that diplomat, perhaps their treaty will go through after all. I hope so. Hey, uh, look, Laborde, do me a favor, will you? After what you have done, anything, Mitchell. Now, the citizens of Tangier still think I killed Yadida, will you? Give me a police escort out of town. <laughs> I'm not exactly hankering to hang around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that can easily be arranged, Mitchell. Posing as a notorious character does have its disadvantages, I suppose. That's the understatement of the week. <laughs> you know, the next time the commissioner wants me to impersonate somebody... Yes? I hope it's a Sunday school teacher in Cedar Rapids. in the exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Reif, with music by Bruce Ashley and directed by Bill Karn. Be with us next week at this time when Brian Donlevy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. Dangerous Assignment comes to you from Hollywood. Tomorrow, you'll hear Fibber McGee and Molly and Bob Hope on NBC.